Hey there, my beautiful overachieving business mamas. Welcome to the Moxie Movement, where we're tearing down myths and propelling women like you to success, both in business and at home. I'm Sarah Greener, your guide on this journey, because I've walked this tightrope too. And together, we're here to help redefine what success looks like. Dive in for real talk, actionable steps, and a community that gets the hustle of juggling motherhood, wife life, and that entrepreneurial drive. It's time for a little Moxie. I hope it's going to get better. I hope we'll find the right person. I hope this project will go well. We're hoping to do this next year. We're hoping to create this in 2024. If I could do one thing for female business owners in 2024, it would be to ban the word hope from their vocabulary. To ban hoping from their strategy for their business. The addiction to hopium in business is very strong. And I don't know anyone, anywhere, in any industry that has ever hoped long enough, hard enough, or well enough that business got better for them, that life got better for them. Hi, I'm Sarah Greener. I'm your host here on the Moxie Movement, and I'm excited to have you here today because I want to talk about why hope isn't enough, why you need it, and why it's not enough. I always say on a pretty regular basis when I hear my clients say the word hope, oh, well, we're hoping to do X. I say hope isn't a strategy. It never has been. Now, we need to have hope. When we feel hopeless, it's very hard for us to take action on anything. We had the experience of a health diagnosis with my husband back in 2019. And none of the information that we got from the medical fraternity in New Zealand was anything to be hopeful about. In fact, probably for a good nine months we spent so much time looking for hope around this diagnosis and we could not find it. Basically, in New Zealand, the strategy was go home and live with it. Go home, wrap yourself up in Cottonwool and live with it. And for people like Johnny and I, that was not a good strategy. It was basically just hoping that you would get better. And when you can't find a way through, when you can't find a plan or a tactic or a strategy or a path or find anyone else that's been on the same journey as you, it can start to feel a bit hopeless because there's no stepping stone to follow behind. There's no process to follow behind. And because everyone kept telling us, no, you just live with it, it started to feel hopeless. And for us, the results that they were telling us to live with weren't useful. And it's the same in our business. When it feels hopeless, we won't we won't consistently take the right action. So we need to have hope. You need to have hope for that your business is going to be amazing, that life's going to be great, that it will get better, that things are going to be less busy, less stressed, less pressured in the future, that you won't have to juggle so many things, that you'll have great employees, that when they're trained, they will be better. You need to have hope. And hope is not enough. So it's why I say being addicted to hopium, saying consistently at the start of every year, we're hoping to create, we're hoping to do this, we're hoping to do that. I nix it from my client's vocabulary because hope is not going to be enough. Yes, you want to feel some hope that things can get better and you will create it. 
you have to have definitive language that says, I will do this, I can do this, I am doing this. Not just relying on some fluffy statement that it might get better in the future if you just hope enough. And so letting go of that addiction to hopium starts with changing your language. So stop saying, I hope it gets better and start saying it will be better. We will do it. I am doing it. We can do it. Start using language that is forward facing, that is positive, that is proactive, so that you're moving towards what you want with commitment, without leaving it like a fluffy dream, giving it some structure, giving it some substance so that you can start to create it. The other reason I don't like the word hope in this context is because generally I find when people are using the word hope, it tells me that they haven't put it down on paper. They haven't committed to it. They haven't put a structure or a plan away around it. They haven't started taking steps towards it. The only thing they've done is think about it, imagine it, dream about it, and they haven't taken anything to create it in the real world. There's a whole lot of people out there selling manifesting to you, and I absolutely believe in putting it, things out there in the world and deciding that's what I'm going to have, and then it will ultimately show up. And at the same time, there has to be some action in the real world. When people say to me, I manifested it, I'm like, awesome. And what did you do? So it's not enough for us just to go, I manifested. So I could say, I manifested buying the tourism boat. I hoped one day to own the boat. And then I decided that I would own the boat. And I literally put it out into the world and then I let it go. Now, then on the journey, a few opportunities started to show up where I could take action. I could do some things in the real world that would make that a reality. So it's not enough just to hope. It's not enough just to manifest. At some point, as the business owner, as the person having this earth-based life, <laughs> we have to take some action. And both things need to happen at the same time. And so changing your language and then taking action towards what you want, not just hoping, is really key. When we get rid of that addiction to hopium, when we stop just thinking about it, dreaming about it, imagining it, and we take it, we put it out into the world and move towards that level, and then we start becoming the person that can make that happen, and we start taking action in the real world, magical things happen. And that's happened because, yes, you've put the hope out into the world, the manifestation out into the world, and you've taken some action towards it. It doesn't have to be big and dramatic action. And it still has to be action. The Secret. Great movie, but also terrible movie, right? The concept that you just think about it and then it falls in your lap will keep a lot of people stuck. And that's why I really want to steer away from hopium. I want people to say, this is what I am creating. I'm excited to create it. I'm moving towards that. And I'm creating this by taking these actions. I'm creating it by being this person. And when we really level up, we go from the doing phase, the taking action, to the who do I need to be in order to create this. And stepping into that identity of the woman that runs the business you want to own 
is probably one of the most powerful things you can do in 2024 to ban hopium from your life. Stop being addicted to hopium. You'll, you're going to get off it real fast when you start thinking about who is the woman that runs the business I want to own in the future? What does she look like? What does she sound like? Who does she show up for? Who does she hang out with? Who does she listen to? Who does she take her advice from? What does she do on a consistent basis? How does she feel on a consistent basis? And when you start to deliberately go, that is who I need to be to achieve the things I've hoped for in the past, and you start showing up as that person step by step. I think I talked on a in the last episode about that kind of daily ritual. This is where this comes into play. Putting this daily ritual into place to become the business owner I need to be to build the business I want. And pretty much, I'm trying to think of an exception to this, but I don't think I can. I think every successful woman I know in business that I'm surrounded by is very deliberate about who they are being. They think about how they want to feel on a consistent basis. They think about what they want to think on a consistent basis. They're deliberately designing that and deliberately starting to be that, not just hoping it will show up. Now, does that then involve some action taking? Absolutely. But they have deliberately created this identity first and foremost. So for me, I've got a clear picture of the business I want. And if you don't have a clear picture of the business that you want to have, I highly recommend it because it's very difficult to figure out who you need to be if you don't know what sort of business you want. Now, for some of you, you'll want a big business. You want your name over the building and lights and lots of employees. Awesome. Build that. That's not what I want. I've been there. I've done that. I've had lots of employees. It's not where I want to go again. I want to have a lean, mean fighting machine and I want to have it so that the team and my family can live a great life off the basis of this business and how it's operating. And I want us to be able to do that from anywhere in the world. I want that not just for me, but for my team. So I'm really clear about the type of business that I'm building and I'm really clear about the type of team that I'm building. Now, if those are the things that I'm building, I have to show up in a certain way to do it. The person that has a location-free business, she doesn't have a lot of stuff. She can't have a lot of stuff. It's not possible for her to have a lot of stuff because she's going to be moving around. And so one of the things that we did at the end of 2023 was we got rid of pretty much everything, by the clothes, by the things that we need to run the business and the clothes that we wear. We got rid of most things because... The person I want to be, the business I want to run, requires us to have less things, less stuff that's holding us to one location. We don't want to have a team of 100 people. We want to have a beautiful small team of maybe 10 or 12 people. And so we're looking for people that really buy into the, the vision that we're building and the purpose that we have behind our businesses in order for that to happen. And when you find those people, then you want to look after them really well. The business owner that I want to be requires the skills and tools to lead an A team. So I'm going to, in my day to day, do some work on how do I become a better leader? How do I make sure that I can be the leader of a multi-million dollar business, of a really small team that are high performing, effective and productive? What does that person look like? And so sometimes it's hard to imagine that. So you want to go and find some people that are doing that. 
And I also want to do that in alignment with the things that matter most to me. And so I'm very careful about the mentors and the coaches and the people I look up to and that I work with, that they understand the sort of life that I want to build. I don't want to build a business at the cost of my relationship with my husband. I don't want to build a business at the cost of my relationship with my daughter or the significant people that are in my life. I don't want to build a business at the cost of the relationships with my clients or my team. Finding those people and spending time with them. I can assure you that everyone that's successful, that you can think of, that you can imagine that's been successful in their business, has created their dream business, didn't hope their way there. They went, what is the business I want to create? Who do I need to be when I have that sort of business? What sort of person runs that business? And then they stepped into that being now. Not all at once. Remember daily rituals, step by step, 1%, a little bit at a time. Don't lose the last piece before we start the next piece. Because we don't want to live on hope, Emma. And the second thing that's really, not the second thing. And the last thing I want to say is that when you start hoping, things will start getting better. You'll start doing some things that start working. Keep doing those things. We have a saying around here. I don't know where I got it from. So it's not mine. Definitely heard it from someone else. Is It worked so well, I stopped doing it. When you find a system and a process that works for you, keep doing it consistently and when you start to feel like things have got wobbly have a look around and figure out what is the thing that you've stopped doing what is the being part of you that you've stopped stepping into on a consistent basis that you've let go that was working for you before for lots of my clients that's the power hour we were talking about this at the retreat back in November and a lot of them recommitted to doing the power hour consistently because when they do it, they feel in control, they, the overwhelm disappears, they feel certain, they feel like they're making progress. They have this fundamentally the sense of control and from that comes a, an element of freedom that they could start to build in their life and their business. What are the things that you could do instead of hoping? What is the specific action you could take today to step into the shoes of the person that runs the business you want to have at the end of 2024 or the end of 25 or further afield? Who do you need to be as a business owner? And super simple exercise that you can go and do for this one is ask yourself some questions. When I'm a business owner that inserts, I'm going to use a dollar figure because it's just easy, and um, I, when I have a million dollar business, how do I, when a million dollar business owner, what do they consistently think about? What do they consistently feel? How do they show up each day? How do they dress? How do they walk? How do they talk to others and to themselves? How do they look after themselves? What are the things they do for themselves? How much do they sleep? What sort of food do they eat? What sort of exercise do they do? Get really granular on this exercise and spend some time every day, maybe for the next week or month maybe, just answering those questions until you get a really fleshed out identity of who you need to be to run the business you want and then start taking those little small actions because now you will create the business you want to create in 2024 not just hope to do it you won't just hope to have a holiday with your family this year you'll actually have it you won't just hope to be able to not open that laptop after work 
after dinner each day. You actually won't be opening your laptop after dinner each day. You want to go away on school camp with the kids this year, you will actually do it because you'll stop hoping for it and you'll start taking some action towards it because you will be being that business owner. Instead of just running around being pushed in all sorts of directions by the environment you operate in, you're actually going to be taking action towards what you want. And that, my friend, is how we stop running around doing the most epic juggling act. And we start putting down things and only dealing with the things that matter most to us, matter most to the business that we want to build, and taking action towards it. Because when you let go of that addiction to hope, you can start taking simple actions. And I promise you, three months from now, six months from now, 12 months from now, if you consistently take those small actions as that person with all of that, all that you are and all that you will be in the right place at the end of 2024 on this journey of business creation. Because I know that like me, you are going to be a glorious exception to the statistics that we see. Till next time, stay moxie.